0: We just people from the north side. Once some Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Gotta hustle on the own time. Color people at the port side. We just people from the north side. Once some Timmy's at the shore five. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, back in the Straight Talk studios. And man, oh man, do I got a good one. One of the baddest women in pro wrestling, period. Current Knockouts Women's Champion, three-time Knockouts Champion, the one and only Virtuoso, De- Deanna Parazu. Deanna, welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, no problem. So my first question, let's talk rebellion. Sold out crowd, taking that title back for your third title reign. What yeah. was it like putting that strap over your shoulder for the third time and being the top of the mountain in the knockouts division?
1: Um, It's always like a dream come true. It didn't, it, like, I think I was more emotional this time than I was the other two times because there was a crowd finally. You know, I was a pandemic champion. I didn't get that reaction. And throughout mine and Jordan's entire match, a- and it was incredible, and it was kind of, um, you know, the, the crowd likes both of us, right? But I felt like they were there for me a little bit more, and they wanted to see me win just a little bit more. And it was emotional. Um, on top of I think that I didn't I tried to turn off my emotions all day knowing okay I'm winning the championship Steve's winning the championship we ignored each other all day long just because we didn't want to get emotional Um, so I think once that bell rang and they handed me the championship it was just like a flood of like it's over and I did it and we both did it and how incredible is that
0: It absolutely is. Now, you guys are arguably the power couple right now of pro wrestling. You're both rocking the highest titles in your respective organization. What is that like in terms of being a power couple in pro wrestling? A lot of couples don't get to share that title reigns at the same time. You guys, I believe, are on a very short list of people.
1: Yeah, there's been, you know, three with an impact. I don't know anywhere else um, if that's that's happened like that before. Um, and I think it's, it's definitely something we don't take for granted. And and like I said earlier, like, I don't think we thought we'd be here. I don't think we thought we'd win the titles and be champions at the same time, let alone on the same night. So it was kind of like a really special thing that we're never going to forget for not just our careers, but our lives. But then also, too, like, we are a wrestling couple, you know, so, like, wrestling is very much our everyday lives. Every day of the week, there's wrestling on in our house. We're talking about wrestling. We're, you know, talking about ideas and, and what we could do and match things, and, like, um, it's just really nice to have, obviously, we're married, my husband, but also um, the person I can trust the most in my profession be right by my side to guide me and help me be the best possible knockouts world champion I can be and vice versa for the for the knockout um, for the impact world title
0: (laughs) absolutely I I could not disagree with anything that you said now you talked about being a pandemic champion winning the title when there was no crowd to winning the crowd when there is a crowd I mean obviously the fact that you're able to carry that strap throughout all these different versions of the world and again a lot of champions haven't been able to do that you've seen an evolution where we couldn't get together to now where we can't get enough of each other and we're like sardines again and it's fantastic (laughs) I thought I would miss it, but I I act, I thought I wouldn't miss it, but I don't. I love it. I love every minute of it. Yeah. What's it been like, I guess, from those two progressions of those two particular title reigns, no crowd in crowd? I mean, crowd is just that extra oomph of energy that you need when you're out there, right? Especially in the later stages of a match.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we could not do what we do or be who we are as professional wrestlers if it wasn't for the crowd and the people who give us that energy and that little bit of like, I need to keep going because they're behind me. So... Um, it was a bit weird to have that first match with Jordan Slam Anniversary 2020, and you know we put these matches together sometimes with the crowd in mind. And if I do this, then maybe they'll react this way, or you know, in theory they should react this way. And then there's no reaction, but you still feel that in your head because we're conditioned to it. So I think those first few times. Um, I was also starting my journey here at Impact then, and figuring out who I was going to be and who the virtuoso would become. I I was, you know, obviously the bad guy um, with a big, big chip on my shoulder. And I think fast forward, you know, it's been two and a half, almost three years. And I know my place. I know my role and I'm comfortable in it. And I think that I've had an attitude change of like, I deserve to be here. I know who I am. Um, and I'm open to any competition that wants to try to dethrone me because it's going to take a really special person to do that. So I think with all of those changes that I've had internally as a, as a wrestler, um, just adding that crowd back in there makes it that much better.
0: Absolutely. It feels almost like a level up moment in this particular title reign for you, because like you said, in the beginning, you had a chip on your shoulder. Now, fast forward to two and a half, almost three years later, you know who you are and you know where you need to be. Uh, evolution is a necessary thing in for a a wrestler to evolve their character but also in pro wrestling in terms of evolating this already amazing history and lineage that the knockouts division has what kind of goals have you set for yourself in this third title reign to get the knockouts division to kind of where the virtuoso wants it to go this time around
1: yeah so i i've not been shy about um, you know, women main eventing, I said it, you know, during the pandemic, I said it last year, I want m- more women to be main eventing pay-per-views. Um, and we saw myself and Mickey James do it for the very first time, hard to kill 2022 um, in the Texas death match. And then it took a whole nother year to, to see women main event on a pay-per-view again, Jordan Grace and Mickey James, hard to kill in January. Um, so Jordan and I getting to do the main event at Rebellion was only the third time that women have main evented a pay-per-view for the Knockouts World Championship. And my goal is to have that be a consistent thing. Um, so we've seen it three times with only three women. I'm interested to see, and I and I want someone to do it, step up to the plate and say, I'm gonna take that spot from Diana. I'm gonna take that spot from Jordan. Or when Mickey's healthy, I'm gonna take it from Mickey. Because we're the only three women to do it. And I think we've seen a, a tremendous talents come into our knockouts division kylan king killer kelly masha um you know taylor Wilde has reinvented herself again trinity just debuted who is going to take that spot from one of the three of us and and consistently main event um that's my goal it's always going to be my goal elevate women's wrestling and our knockouts division but i want someone to dethrone me i'm I'm, i can't wait to see who that person's going to be (laughs)
0: <laughs> absolutely you mentioned a list of names there that we could talk forever uh in terms of your career thus far which i would say the last three years alone has definitely put you in a conversation for hall of fame down the line 150 percent because you've earned it but in terms of the knockouts division now and the battles that you've had with stars like mickey james in that texas death match side note real quick question about that you saw some scars from that because you guys almost killed each other you know that right you did you almost killed each other
1: we did. we did. Um luckily, no. Uh, well, I am 100% good. Um there was like a bit of of my hair missing from where I bled, but it's finally growing back in. <laughs> that was the last piece.
0: <laughs> that was the last piece of the proverbial puzzle. So now you would say you were 99% healed, now you're 100. You're good now, right? <laughs> <That is> yeah. <crazy. laughs> but Never
1: it- ready- and
0: but I'm good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but in terms of like again, some of those names that you mentioned, everybody has a fight forever opponent. I could arguably say that you and Mickey could fight forever. Uh, you and Jordan can definitely fight forever. I'm looking at, at the lineage of the knockouts division, the history, the present, and the future. That is very very bright. I think right now you and Trinity could have a, a best of seven series that would just knock the socks off of any wrestling fan, especially in, impact wrestling fans new and old that don't really know how great this division is and how the evolution of women in pro wrestling really started and continue to thrive with this knockouts division.
1: Yeah, I agree. 100%. I mean, if you ask me who my fight forever opponent is 100% hands down on Storting grace, um, but yeah i mean trinity coming in really throws our mix of women and 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 elevates us all completely and i i said to trinity live in the ring last week like i know exactly how you're feeling and i do you know that was genuine because it's scary to go out and and myself prior didn't prior to impact didn't know if I wanted to wrestle anymore didn't know if this was for me or did I have a passion for this and I really feel like she chose the right place in coming to impact wrestling because there's there's no right and wrong here you're out here. Um, Getting opportunities and making history and getting opportunities to be whoever you want to be. And I'm so excited for Trinity to see who she chooses to become and uh, how she elevates our division. And eventually, if we do meet down the road, whether it's for the Knockouts World Championship or not, how in turn she's going to elevate me because she will, without a
0: doubt. 150% agree with you with that. And that actually brings up another question to add to the conversation. We've got the Knockouts Tag Team titles, we've got the Knockouts World Championship. Mm -hmm. There's there could arguably be a conversation for a trios champion in championship in that knockouts division, because there are so many women that complement each other in that in that sequence of three. Would Mm -hmm. you say that that might be something that you would like to see explored if more women were to join this knockouts division and that roster grew to the where it could grow?
1: Absolutely. Um, Like I said, I want all of the opportunities for our division. So if there's more women that come in the door and and it makes sense for us to do that, then 100% find me two two other people and I want to be a trios. But I think, you know, we do have a Knockouts World Tag Team Championship division. And, you know, we have kind of just two tag teams right now that rule that division. Um, The Coven, who are the current champions, and then um, the Death Dolls. So I think before there's a trios, division i think we grow that that knockouts tag team division first but like i said if there's ever um the opportunity and the women to do it then let's do it 100 and impact is the right place to do it because they'll they'll treat it right and it will get story and time and um you know it won't just be a a thing thrown to the side
0: Absolutely. I, again, there's nothing that you could say for fear of my own personal, uh, uh, the fact that you could break me in half in any given second. But I agree with everything you say. Not because I'm a Brady. I actually, you are hands down one of my favorite wrestlers. I'm not going to say women in wrestling because that's so cliche. You are one of my favorite wrestlers. You kick ass. You take names, and you smile doing it. Which I mean, that just proves you have fun. Uh, You actually mentioned a little bit earlier ago in the conversation that we're having that you weren't sure if you wanted to wrestle anymore. When I sat down with Mia Yim, when she was part of the impact roster, she kind of said the same thing. And she said that impact helped reignite that fire. She almost said like the pilot light had gone out and all of a sudden impact made it flicker, then spark, then just burst into a flame. Would you say that Impact has also done the same thing for you in terms of reigniting your passion for this business, this sport that we both love so much.
1: 100% hands down. Like I couldn't have said it any better. When I left NXT, I was just in a really weird professional space in a really weird personal space. And for me, yeah, it was like, I don't, I don't know if this is for me anymore or maybe I just need some time away from this because I was so wrapped up. And I had so much going on in my personal life. And I just was like, I don't even love me at this point. How could I love what I'm doing with my life? You know, so um, 100% I was, I was hesitant when Scott Demore had called me to to come in. And I was just kind of like, let's see what happens. And I didn't know if this was going to be the place for me because I didn't know that wrestling was the place for me anymore. But the day I walked into the locker room, there were so many familiar faces, so many people that were excited to see me with the possibility to work with me. And that was a feeling that I hadn't felt in a really long time of like, wow, my presence is wanted and people see potential in what I can do. And, um, you know, on top of that, it was like, you're going to jump in a story with Jordan Grace and here's the Knockouts World Championship and and we're going to prove the world wrong. It wasn't just me saying, I want to prove the world wrong. I had a company behind me saying, we're going to prove the world wrong. You are exactly who you think you are. And you just needed the platform to do it. And we're giving you that. So have fun. And like I said earlier, there's never been mistakes. There's never been um, like trepidation of like, oh, how, how are they gonna feel about that? Or am I gonna get in trouble? Or it's just, it's a family. There's camaraderie here to uh, be, people like to call us the misfits or, you know what I mean? Like the unwanted toys or whatever we are. But um, we all come together in that and say, we're gonna, we're gonna push this company's boundaries and we're gonna make history and break glass ceilings. And, and we're gonna make those people who feel lost, love this again because we love this and if we can establish that as an entire locker room then you have no choice but to feel it and i hope you know mia said it i've said it i know so many other people have but i really hope that trinity feels that when she comes into our women's locker room
0: i i have no doubt that she will and speaking of impact breaking barriers i mean australia it's coming canada you guys have already made your second home i mean Let's be honest, Canada is one of the greatest places next to New Jersey, right? Am I right?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're going to Australia. The world is literally now going to be just, It's. it could start off as a whisper, and it's going to explode and take impact to where it needs to be now. I'm not going to say the glory days, because that's so cliche, but it's going to take this new breed of locker room, this new leadership. Everything that's happening is on the uptick from your media to everything like that, all of it and above. You guys are hands down, not the misfits of pro wrestling anymore. In my honest opinion, you guys have always been the ones to watch.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't, I, I actually, I said that. And then when I said it, I was like, I hate that I say that. Cause I don't agree with it. You know what I mean? I feel like we all have our place in, in this business. And I do think impact doesn't necessarily get the credit it deserves. And people are so Uh, willing to jump on like the the hate impact train and and not give us the actual chance. Because if you sat down and you watched our show tonight, there's something for everybody. There's entertainment, there's there's technical wrestling, there's high flying, there's lucha, um, there's comedy. And no matter what you're a fan of, you're going to come away from watching our show saying like, that was good. And I could I could I could watch that next Thursday and then grow from there. So um, you're going to find your new favorite wrestler or someone that you were on the fence about and and find someone to support. So um, I agree that like this past year, we've just like our trajectory has gone upwards, whether it's, you know, our, our shows in Canada, Toronto was sold out for rebellion. That was our fifth sellout um for our pay-per-view pay-per-view events and then couple that with Australia now we're we're going worldwide again it's been a long time since impact has traveled overseas and I am so proud to be a part of that
0: tour absolutely and you will shine like the virtual who so you are I will ask one more question then I'll get you to shout out the podcast because I know we've had one heck of a conversation and I do want to let you know now you are now officially a member of the straight talk wrestling family anytime you oh. want to come back we would adore to have you now my final Thank question you. and it's a big one okay you and steve macklin you guys talk wrestling you live breathe eat rest everything is wrestling yeah have you ever had those conversations of you two were staring each other down the ring who would win (laughs) i have in my own head i know who would win but i want to hear who you think would win i
1: think i would win and i think i would win
0: (laughs) actually you know what i can vouch for that because when i had steve on the show i asked him point blank i'm like who do you fear the most in the impact locker room he without a doubt my wife she could kill me and and yeah. you know what and it takes a strong man to admit that his wife can kill him but the thing is you couldn't just kill him you could kill him break his arm and then when it's all said and done you'll look at him and say i still love you though steve well good for you you tried
1: what, what a relationship dynamic hey
0: <laughs> it's very reminiscent of 90s television it really is
1: yeah he actually did uh he sat down with uh Lars for the podcast and um Lars had me come in and and was like okay same question you're looking at each other what's the type of match who wins what's the finish and Steve looked at me he's like she wins with the pile driver and I was like okay and then I was like it's a it's a 60-man iron uh, it's a 60-minute iron man match. one fall I win pile driver (laughs)
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. I think that's a great way to end this conversation. Diana (laughs) Perrazu, Impact Knockouts World Champion. You are a gem. You are a badass. You are all of the above. You check all the boxes on everything. And also, you're one hell of a conversationalist. And your laugh is contagious, by the way. Your laugh is amazing. Don't ever change the laugh.
1: (laughs) I will try. I was born with it.
0: There you go. I love it. Absolutely. (laughs) Before you go, if you could look in the camera, give me that virtuoso energy and just say you had an amazing conversation with Straight Talk Wrestling and everyone out there in YouTube land should subscribe because Deanna Parasu is part of the Straight Talk family.
1: Yeah. What's up, guys? This is the virtuoso Deanna Prazo, You are three-time Knockouts World Champion and you're listening to Straight Talk Wrestling. Click the link and subscribe now because I told you
0: to. I love it. Fantastic. <laughs> guys, <laughs> That's it for this one. My guest, the Impact Knockouts World Champion, the one and only Virtuoso, Deanna Purrazu. I'm your host, your boy, George Bukai. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on that notification bell so you get notified each time we post a video. Alternatively, you can check us out on all podcast platforms and host it on Podbean. We are also available on the SNME Network. That's the Sunday night main event Patreon. Please feel free to check us out there as well. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore straight talk on Twitter, at straight talk wrestling on Instagram, straight talk wrestling on Facebook, straight talk wrestling on TikTok. And of course, you can check out all our merch. At prowrestlingtees.com. I don't need a nigga cosign. Without the liquor, you become a victim. You ain't never got a pole mine. I ain't messing with this generation.
1: Fuck you, Jenna. I ain't got-